Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Alrighty, alrighty. What's going on, everybody? When I say everybody, I mean nobody. No one's here yet. Takes a second to hit the internet. Um, I'm excited today. Uh, well, first off, first off, Sudafed's a hell of a drug. I'm going to go and say that now. How I felt this morning versus how I feel now with Bria after taking Sudafed. Uh, I, you know, Bria, I I don't, I, so I've never taken, um, uh, what's that focus medicine everybody takes? Um, what's it called? Adderall. Adderall. I've never taken Adderall. I feel like Sudafed is like the closest thing to like sick people Adderall as you can possibly get. (laughs) So for those of you tuning in, if you hear the voice, uh, I'm on the struggle bus, but I'm excited to hang out with Bria today. She's got an amazing story. I'm excited to dive in today. Um, but but a few housekeeping items as always. First off, say hey. Would love to hear where you're uh, tuning in from, um, Mr. Ricardo. Again, always consistent. I always know when I'm good if Ricardo says hey. So Ricardo, it's good to see you. Lambert, it's good to see you as well. Let us know where you're tuning in from. I always love to know where people are tuning in from. I know we're international typically, um, so say hey. Uh, also, the reason why I tell people to say hey is I want this to be a networking platform. So Bria, we're going to talk about her background, but she was in the space of placing people in jobs and. Bria and I were talking about getting ourselves out there more. And so the power of networking. So that's what I want this to be. Like, we're not all sitting in our house with the Apple Vision Pro goggles on yet. Um, and so, like, we can't see each other. So the only way to bring visibility to yourself in a networking event like this is to comment. So I don't do it for likes or clicks. I do it so you can be visible to others because I'm not kidding you. I've had I've had hiring managers come on the show, say, hey, and they found uh uh, apprenticeships, internships with people through this mentor menteeship. So again, the community is re- really awesome. You guys are fantastic. So please say, Hey, uh, second thing is ask questions. Can't wait to dive in with Bria today. Bria comes with a wealth of knowledge. This is the one time she doesn't bill you for it. So please ask questions. Um, and, <laughs> because she knows a ton. Um, and again, I can't wait to catch up with her on that. Third thing, if you are celebrating a success, for your professional career, I want to celebrate you. I think a lot of times in today's world, we kind of move on to the next thing pretty quickly, right? Hey, I got a raise. When's my next raise? Or, hey, I just closed me in Bria's case. I closed funding. When's the next funding coming in? Or, hey, we just reached one milestone on users. Now we got to get to another milestone. So I I want to celebrate you. Um, So throw up your comment. If you've got promotion, a title change, a pay raise, you deployed code last Friday and didn't burn the house down, throw that up as well. But I want to celebrate you. Um, and then final thing is I do want to give a shout out to that conference for the official coffee sponsor of the show, drinking it right now. Um, the keynote in Austin, if you, if you, if you've always wanted to go to Austin for tacos and tech, that conference in January, the, the keynotes are Kelly Vaughn, Shonda Pearson and Danny Thompson. Um, they're all incredible. Um, and you should be there and I'm speaking, so I'll be there, but also 
they're awesome too. So you should be there. Um, also want to give a shout out to gun IO for taking a chance on me and hiring me and letting me run my mouth for a living. I appreciate you gun. Thank you so much. Um, again, a few, a few more shouts. Sorry, it's good to see you, Erica. My God, Will Johnson. Hey, shout out to Will for, uh, for being the react Miami, um, host with Demetrius Clark. As the kids say, that shit's going to be lit. So there we go. Uh, Chris, it's good to see you. Joe, it's good to see you as well. Phone screening my face off. I love it. Um, Joe's a fellow recruiter. Stefan, Stefan, it's good to hear from you. Washington, D.C., I love it. New York, Shrod, it's good to see you as well. All right, we got some people out today. Bria, to hear you talk. So uh, enough of me running my mouth. Let's get the people what they want. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll go from there. Hi, I'm Bria. I'm the founder of Honeybee Games. Um, it's just a game studio. I make games of, like mobile games about bubble tea. And um, my background is a, so a software engineer. I've been a software engineer for 13 years now. Okay. And my um, and previously I was at Google and before that I was at Microsoft. Um, and I left in 2020 and have been doing this full time since 2020. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So a lot to dive into. So let's let's start with your story, right? Obviously, your background, internship, Microsoft, went to Google, left, you know, you left big tech. You worked at two of arguably the biggest tech companies in, in, in the world. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from those? How did you get in? I'm curious. How did, let's talk about how we get got in first, and then I'll ask you some more questions. Let's talk about that first. How did you get into Microsoft as an intern? Um, well, like, unfortunately, but fortunately, it's more that, like, I went to uh, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, which okay, is like yeah. a, um, a good engineering school in California mm -hmm. that those schools tend to recruit from. But um, it wasn't easy getting an internship there. I do remember the thing that got me my internship um, was networking. So I Ma got imagine that imagine I know. That. It's funny because at that time, like a lot of my, I like, I have to remember that far back, but I still remember a lot of like my peers being upset that they weren't getting internships, but they also weren't going to events. They weren't like schmoozing the recruiters or like trying to like get seen. Um, and because I was like doing that, I think, um, the recruiters were willing to take a better chance on me yeah. um, and they were fighting for me on the other side sure. um, because I did not have a good GPA. Really? <laughs> I did not. No. It was like a 2.4, 2.5, something like that when I first started. Um, I eventually got up there, but I didn't know grades mattered in college. That's a whole nother <laughs> conversation in and of yeah. itself right there. Um, yeah. Marcia, it's good to see you. So, so when you say networking, like what, what did that look like? Like, did you go to mm -hmm. career fairs? Like, like, because mm -hmm. I think one of the things I regret in college is not networking. Like I didn't know how to network. I didn't know what networking was. So mm -hmm. like, how did you network in college? Mm -hmm. Anytime there was an event like that, a, that a business was ho hosting at the college, I would go to, I would go to the event, but then afterward, I would always wait in line to talk to the recruiter and speak to them directly. Okay. And then if usually they bring like other people that work at the company with sure. them. And so yeah. I would also make sure to talk to them and just like talk to them about my experience, ask them about like their background, tell, um, and just try to almost just be friends with them. Like I'm still friends with 
the recruiter that hi that helped me when in like 2011. Are you serious? I love yeah. that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just try. Uh, I just try to become friends with them. Yeah. 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 Go to events. It's, it's like Marie said. Like get out. Right. And and, and I think too much more than career fairs. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. I never liked career fairs. I thought career fairs were tough. But yeah, go to events. Go to meetups. Go to. Because again, Brie, I'm sure we'll get into it about, you know, you kind of hold up a little bit and you're trying to get out there more right now. Um, it's just, yeah. it, it's important to be out there. It's important to be out there. We're going to continue to talk about it. So, all right. So you land a job at Microsoft um, mm -hmm. and then you, so talk about kind of uh, a little bit more of your story, um, kind of what you learned at Microsoft, why you left Microsoft and then why you joined up with Google. Uh, well, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur at heart. So I never thought that I would actually end up at Microsoft. I was just kind of like doing it for okay. um, the experience and the like, they had a lot of trainings that you could attend when you were um, a an intern. Mm -hmm. um, this is like, it's kind of sad, but like, um, my younger sister ended up getting cancer in like, um, when I was a senior in college. Okay. And so I had to like choose if I wanted to like pursue the startup route or I had a job offer from Microsoft. And so I ended up like just going with the offer I already had because I like couldn't yeah, handle like what she was going through and also like the interview process. So like I actually started the interview process at Google too and then like just canceled everything. Wow. And then like, yeah. Okay. So um, this is kind of like a vulnerable thing but like I went to Microsoft but it was at my sister had actually passed away okay. um, a few months later and okay. so like in my first year of Microsoft I did not do well my yeah. mental was yeah, not yeah, there yeah. Cannot imagine. so like Cannot imagine. yeah so I like my mental was not there so I did not I did not do well and I didn't get fired but I did get told you should probably find another job <laughs> before we have to put you on a pip or anything sure. um but with the power of um with the power of networking and I had like one of my best friends worked at Google she helped me with the interview process and she said how much she studied and um I studied like crazy for that interview process at Google and then yeah. um I just needed another job. And I just like, I went to, I did a first interview at Snapchat, bombed it, was really? horrible at it. I, okay. uh, horrible at it. But it was the week before my interview at Google. And I think that like kind of got my nerves out because I oh, was just interesting. So yeah. Nervous. I was so nervous and I wasn't bad. Like I was still a good engineer, but I was so nervous. But my Google interview was the week later, but I like, was more prepared just like mentally for it. And then the yeah. next week I did great at my interview awesome. at Google. And so that's how, yeah. So what, and again, th this could be an episode in and of itself. I'm just trying to ask you a bunch of different mm -hmm. questions that come in my mind real quick. Um, sure. How do you, how do you prepare for these big tech interviews? Like I, I know reading the books mm -hmm. and the data algorithms and the yada hacker ranks, yada, yada. Do you have any suggestions outside of that? <laughs> Um, I haven't been part of an interview process in a very long time. Yeah. Um, they when I, I started doing it in 2020, and it was just like it. They're very difficult. I I think doing it an in person, in mock interview like with a whiteboard and just another person helped me a lot. Oh really? Um, 
yeah, just with like a friend and okay. I would like, they would interview me and it would help me like get the, um, I think explaining your, your interview, like while you're interviewing, explaining what you're doing yeah. is something that doesn't come naturally. And it was Agreed. like something that I had to practice. Agreed. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think, and I want to park on this just for a quick second. Like explaining why you're doing things is one of the biggest things I consistently see with engineers failing interviews. Um, and mm. so I love this. Bria like had a friend ask. Um, I think I think doing something that's uncomfortable, right? It, you could even find your own question and have your partner mm. sit in on the interview and just watch you do it. But you got to try to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Because if you're just like, yeah. oh, I want to wing it, then you're going to get up in front of a whiteboard or a virtual whiteboard and having to do this. It's just like training for a marathon. You don't just go jump straight into a marathon. You got to practice it, especially mm -hmm. for big tech. Um, so, uh, yeah, ver verbalizing is a separate skill than coding. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, so, let, so let's get into the mobile side of things, right? So worked worked at Microsoft, worked at Google. Well, before that, what what made you make the final decision to, to leave big tech, to go out on your own? Like what clicked for you? Mm -hmm. I think it was a timing thing, honestly. Okay. Um, I wanted like prior to the 2020 pandemic, I had like my own little pandemic in my family, another family, like my mom, um, it's like I had um, something happen happened to her. And so I was living in New York she lives in California. And so I was like, I need to go home. Yeah. Like I need to figure out how to go back to California. Yeah. And then um, like, I wanted to first, I thought, okay, maybe I'll just work at another company in California. Yeah. Maybe I'll transfer within Google, but like, it's a little spiritual for me. The reason the, a, a lot of the like timing things, it's more this. like yeah. I, um, I was interviewing for a role as a developer advocate. I didn't want to be a software engineer anymore. I wanted yeah. to be a de developer advocate. I got a yes, but no headcount. You have to wait. And I just kept getting all these yes, but. Yes, but. And this yeah. like, oh, the, yeah, yes, but. Yes, but the timing's not right. Yes, but the timing's not right. And then all of that kind of like came together and just like, well, what is it the good time? Like, what is it good timing for? Right. Um, and I was like, okay, well, maybe it's, I have to go to a new company. And I was interviewing and I just remember feeling like a very purpose driven at that time, just because of like what was happening with my mom and all of that, just very purpose driven. And I'm like, I have all these tech skills and I don't even do what I want to do with them. I don't contribute to the world that I'd want to. I don't do anything mm. fun that I want to. Mm. And, um, just at that time, I was interviewing for a company that was like in finance. And I just remember the person saying like, oh, well, this is a, you know, just a company about finance or whatever. And I was just like, I don't care. Why yeah, am right. I, why, why I don't care about that. Like, why am I going to do that? Yeah. I don't care about me, like helping the world. Well, on with, finance. finance. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I'd had an idea about making a game about bubble tea for a really long time. It just wasn't the right timing. Like a lot of people didn't know what it was. Uh. And um, then I remember after that conversation with the, um, with an engineering uh, manager, I was looking at my phone and I'm like, let me look at the app store. Is there, 
some another bubble tea is it time to make the bubble tea game and then um there was a like crappy bubble tea game that had done really really well on the app store. really yeah there was and then i was like it's time it's time That's awesome yeah. yeah. So, 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 so let's go over the app real quick. What is it? What does it do? And then let's, I want you to brag on yourself with the user side of things too. Okay. Um, so I made actually three bubble tea themed games, um, since 2020 and eight games total since 2020. But at the end of 2021, uh, one of them started going viral, um, viral ish. I, I, built a um a big audience on tiktok for it okay. but um i was about to quit it wasn't it was doing like good numbers like better than i'd ever seen but also sure. like nothing nothing that i felt like okay i'm not gonna be able to live off of this right, right, so right. i was ready to quit and i was already i was re-interviewing again i was like okay i'm gonna start the interview process again with all of these other companies and yeah. then all of a sudden the game started going viral it got like fifty thousand downloads in a weekend um in a weekend. I, yeah it was right after actually i canceled some interviews like i i felt like in my spirit like the universe god whatever you believe i felt like god was telling me not to give up on this yet and then mm. like when i agreed I literally like i agreed on that friday i'm like okay i'm, I'm gonna go back and i'm gonna That's do this crazy the story thing I'm going to yeah. focus on Boba Story, the, the one of the games that I made. And then by Monday, it had gone viral. So I didn't, it hadn't gone viral in, like until like that Friday. But then on Monday, like it was viral and it got a million. I had reached a million users within Insane. a month of that like Insane. situation. And since then, we've gained, um, we're almost at eight million. Eight yeah. million. I, I can't even count to eight, let alone eight million. That's insane. <laughs> Congratulations, girl. That's huge. That's huge. So I, I'm kind of curious why bubble tea? Like what like what mm -hmm. it just seems really random. Like I'm kind of curious okay. your kind of OG story with that. Yeah. Uh, I had the idea since like 2013. Um, I it, it was like the thing that I used to do with my friends. Um, we'd get bubble tea together, but it was okay. like kind of um, like um, I'm, I'm half Asian. And so like it was just a couple me and a couple of my Asian friends. That's what we would do together. Okay. Um, and it was always like a thing that we did together. And it was like, OK, we're fun. Like, yeah. Like a community, yeah. like almost like a network type of thing. Like we're all just yeah. together. Yeah. We always went together and it was always like a joy thing. And um, but it was still like a very niche food item but since yeah. then it's kind of like blown up over time and so now even today a lot of people get it as like a thing they do together with other people so it's like i wanted so is it like a is it like a, hey we're at this place document the place and what they offer is it kind of like one of those things where like you find the best bubble tea around you type of situation uh for the game yeah no it's okay. like you are making your own bubble tea store oh Nice. I love that. It's like roller coaster tycoon back in the day, but bubble tea. Like kind of make your own make your own amusement park. What's yeah. what's uh uh what what's the um, name of the app? I'm gonna throw it up so people can check it out. It's called Boba Story. All right. B O B A. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, y'all go check out Boba Story. Is that, is that right? Did I spell that right? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Y'all go check that out. That's awesome. So, um, uh, next thing, um, let's, let's kind of dive into what the title of this episode is halfway through more than halfway, the balance yeah. of hustle culture. So I think, you know, yeah. again, I think there's just so much, um, uh, my daughters love it. Murray, do, do your daughters use this app? That'd be pretty sick if that was the case. Um, <laughs> uh, Eva, it's great to see you. Um, so I think there's, I've been pretty loud about this, about rest, about mm -hmm. who are you trying to prove it to being content? I've had more conversations about being content. Talk about what you're learning right now mm -hmm. at running this app, running a business, especially when it comes to that work-life balance. Um, when it comes, so I started this whole company, like I'm not, um, hopefully I don't get flack for this, but like, I'm not the most like passionate about making games. Um, I'm more passionate. Like I used to do something similar to you, like recruiting yeah. or not, yeah. not recruiting, but like, um, connector of, the, of people, yeah, connector of people. And yeah. so, and to tech. And so my goal is to figure out how I can have company that I use my tech skills for, but not have to sacrifice like my life for it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I want to figure out, can I run a company and spend time with my family, spend time with my friends, spend time um, with, have a relationship with my dog, eventually have children and not have to like, I want to figure out how do I do that without yeah. being like too hustle culture. And I never see my family. I have to sacrifice my health and like, um, I think my health has become so much more important to me, my mental health. Same. So since 2020, I've spent so much time on my mental and spiritual health. I That's feel awesome. like, like since leaving, I've basically cured my anxiety. I've not had anxiety in over two. I oh, I just passed the anniversary. It's been two years without anxiety for That's me. Awesome. Awesome. which is crazy like yeah. and i used to suffer really really like really really bad anxiety um my depression has also like been it, it has waves like it's not a thing you can sure always yeah, yeah, yeah. no one no one's bulletproof when it comes yeah. to that stuff yeah yeah but i've figured out like the cures i have like the okay this is this is how i know it's happening but like because i can spend the time listening to my body listening to myself because my mind isn't always thinking of I have this due on Monday or I need to do this or I need to yeah, do that. True. Yeah. I feel like I've spent a lot of time uh, resting, but okay. I'm currently in a place where I'm like maybe just a little too rested. <laughs> and um, that makes sense. Yeah. I went a little bit too far into the, um, and I spend like 80% of my time with my family. I live with my grandparents actually now so that I can spend more time. That's awesome. It's like I wake up every morning with them. I would go bowling with them. And um, I have my – everyone comes here. But That's I was awesome. almost doing it a little too much. And now I have to, like, kind of pull it back. And Well, uh, and I feel like – and correct. So a few questions here. First yeah. off, Marie's daughter – Marie's daughters do use your app. So that's really freaking cool. By oh the way. That's, that's really freaking cool. They love building things and making it their own. I love that. Um, and then also, yes, yeah, spend time with family. Mental health is the best wealth. I love that, St Stephen. Love that. Um, is there anything yet you're willing to share on how you fixed mm -hmm. your mental health? Mm -hmm. um, any tips, tricks? They're really, mm -hmm. It's obviously a very individual journey. So mm -hmm. what worked for you that you're willing to share? 
Um, well, what worked for me was a lot of like, I think I have ADHD and I had this idea of meditation and like, I didn't do it. I felt like, oh my God, I can't do it right. I can't do it right. And then I figured out how to meditate with my eyes open so Mm. that I like stare at a wall. So like, so it's not as distracting. And I feel like I finally got the click of meditation. Okay. Uh, so that was one. Did you use an app for that? Like, did you use Headspace or something? No. No, okay. no it was just a lot of like, um, I think just listening to meditative music and just like, like that. Try, knowing that um, one of the one of the things that actually helped was the uh, this idea of meditation instead of thinking that it's supposed to clear your mind, mm-hmm. thinking of it more as like a meeting with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a check-in like that you would do with in a one-on-one with like a report or someone that like you work with think yeah. of that for yourself and it's just like how am I feeling today how am I doing today like what what's coming up for me today and all of that I think that helped and then um I did do a little um, I hope this is like okay to say but I, I live in California so it's a little bit more allowed but yeah. i did a little bit of like psychedelic um, yeah I, i've heard great things with that yeah. i've heard great things with that so and it's yeah. it's good to know that that helped um mm-hmm. no and i think i think that's huge i mean again it's it's and also another thing too that's interesting and and I, i'm curious to hear your thoughts i i found that a lot of high performing individuals have a problem uh taking their foot off the gas so yeah. it's either all or nothing and i feel mm-hmm. like i'm the same way and and i think it's good that you maybe went the opposite way and you admit that you may be too refreshed, but I feel like that's a good thing. Cause I feel like people who are high performing individuals, both in tech and whatever, mm-hmm. we kind of don't have a gear to pull back. We kind of have to go all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes pulling back all the way and whatever you're doing in life to fix the problem yeah. can sometimes be the best thing. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think like, um, similar to what you're saying, I think we're always kind of like, as a high performer, you're like chasing the next promotion, chasing I mean, the, next, yeah, always. The, the next step in your career. And it's like, no, I need to be there by next year and there by next year and there by next year. And it just never ends. But like, it's actually okay. I have friends that like, didn't reach like a, a senior engineer until they were in their late thirties. Like, and I wasn't even in my 30s yet when I was like chasing that senior engineer title. And it's like, yeah, and or these senior Relax. titles. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I probably could have made more money and gotten to higher points in my career. But like, but it's, you have to ask yourself for what? Like, why so are good. you doing I've it? I've been talking like, about this too. Yeah. For an extra $20,000 a year, but why? You know? Right. Yeah. Which, it's, it's ten dollars an hour. Now it's like nine dollars and some change an hour. Then after taxes, it's like seven dollars an hour. Yeah. So you, yeah. You, you know, you you want the high anxiety high, and that's it's so interesting. I was talking to, I was talking to a friend of mine, and um, he's been at a company. He's 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 a product owner, um, my mm-hmm. friend, and and um, he he likes where he's at, but he's always wanting something else. Yeah. And he finally got a job offer. And, and my friend called me and he was like, what should I do? And I said, I said, you're in your stage of life right now where you have a lot going on. You recently have a kid, you, 
you know, you, you want another one here soon. Like, what is your day? And, and, and we had kind of had a conversation. He's like, well, because I work West Coast times, like the company's based out of L.A., you obviously know them. Um, you know, he was like, well, I only really work like nine to like nine to four kind of the way everything works. So I was like, okay, so you're telling me that you want to leave for a job where you'd get $30,000 raise, but you'd be working probably twice as much and you mm -hmm. can't spend time with your family. Like when's the priorities going to finally kicked in? Like we're not single anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's good that you shared that. Cause and I feel like a lot of our age group, I think we're all kind of the same age. I think we're starting to figure that out. Yeah. It's like, what's $30,000 more? Yeah, it's great. But like, what comes with that? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm, I, I see it. I see it with um, a couple of my friends too. And they're always chasing it. And I'm like, you have, your net worth is probably a million dollars by now. Like, right. like, uh, well, well, let's take a breath. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, which there's always going to be more. And it's like some people, you know, they're like, I want to retire early. Right. But it's like my I think with what happened with my mom, she was also high achieving, high achieving working lady. Mm -hmm. And like what happened with her, she like can't work anymore. And or I think she's like she she could now maybe. But um, yeah. but uh, she was also feeling like, why did I care so much about like all of this when like I already had everything that I needed meaning yeah. like just for family and like I think that was also like an aha moment for me where I'm like I have like wealth comes in so many forms oh, so other, than money, other than so money true. like I live much more humble than I did before when I made way more money but like my wealth is the way I get to wake up and the love I that love I get surrounded that. by. Yeah. I but every day. Right. And so like, it's like, where does your wealth come from? Um, mm. But also don't, you don't have to go broke, but you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, we're not saying like, go be a monk and like live on like the mountain side <laughs> of India. We're not saying that, but also too like, yeah. Think about it a little bit, be a little introspective. I love that. I we got a question and I think this will be mm -hmm. good for you to answer too on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Bryant finance. I appreciate the question. I'm trying to transition from mortgage loan officer to tech sales slash sales engineer. Any suggestions? Bri, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that because you worked obviously with networking and placing people. Um, And so, I, well, I guess the first question is like, are you already an engineer or is it like you were just- I, From the sound it? of the question, it looks like it's like a, it's like a, a, a new move, like getting into that space. I would- First, try to find someone that has maybe made a similar move. Yes. Um, from the similar industry and yep. ask them about their experience. But um, I would also ask if they know anyone within the industry they're already in that is like a tech person, like a in in the mortgage industry. Yeah, yeah in the mortgage like industry. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and again, uh, Bryant Finance. The the positions that you're bringing up tech sales, not so much, but sales engineer, those are typically more of senior roles. Cause you got to know the engineering side and the industry side. Yeah. I would just focus right now. Also, it sounds like you want to be in sales in some way, shape or form. Um, I'd honestly look into a recruiter as well, man. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, like so many people think recruiters like are recruiters. It, you get to work in tech. You know, I get to hang out with cool people like Bria as a recruiter, right? Like I'm still in tech. I'm tech adjacent. So again, look, look into that, but, um, Brian, hopefully that helps, man. All right. 
Last few questions, Brianne, we'll send you on your way again. Thank you for hanging out with me today and us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Uh, three questions, kind of rapid fire. Um, I know we kind of talked a little bit less about work, which I love today. What, what do you do right now that brings you a lot of joy outside of work? Outside of work? Um, I love baking. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. Quick. What are you really good at? Like, like if your friends are like Bria, girl, hook me up with some of your baking. What do you make them? Like, okay. Like, like I, I'm okay. So this is brag hour. Um, Please. I, I'm well known within my friend group. They said that I make the best cookies they've ever had in the Look, world. I hope. I wish you didn't say cookies because now I want. Now I want. Now what type? What type? Okay. So I make a really, really good just chocolate chip. But the ones I just made yesterday for my family, it's highly requested from my family. I make a cookies and cream cookie and it's like I mash Oreos into a cookie Stop. with chocolate chips and stuff and they go crazy over it. Uh, if, if, if you're at render this year, can you bring some please? I'll, <laughs> I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I will Venmo you for the ingredients. That sounds amazing. I love that. Um, uh, second question tools, technologies, trends that maybe you're reading up on, keeping an eye on, maybe even messing with, maybe even in the, in the mobile space too. Is there anything you're kind of keeping your eye on right now? Tools. Um, I guess it's, it's kind of boring. It's very That's boring. Um, it, it's mostly like uh, app store stuff, trying to get better at like ranking higher in the app store for anyone who wants to make an app. Yeah, like, how do you do that? How do you rank higher? Uh, it's called apps. It's like app store optimization. Okay. Um, and it's, it's very complicated. It's a very, okay. it's very, very complicated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's my like current thing. It. Um, yeah. I love it. If, if you, Actually, if you, um, I want to erase that. I want to erase that. I have one thing that's way better. Okay. Okay. Erase that, everybody. Erase Just get that, that out okay. of your brains. Yeah. Actually, way more than that. I, I'm really interested in creator, um, like influencer-based businesses. So this is like like even Prime, that uh, the energy drink or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah, with the Paul like brothers. Yeah, so it's like that, but also like I have this. I am like maybe all businesses moving forward are going to have an in-house influencer. Like I think, girl, we I could have an entire damn conversation about this because I I hundred percent think so. I hundred. Yeah, think so. I think because like that's the reason my business is doing well is because I'm really? my own. I'm an influencer. Like on yeah, my TikTok, true. I have like a hundred over a hundred thousand followers. What? No, I need to follow you. What's your What's your TikTok handle? It's Boba Bria. Oh, I'm gonna follow you after this. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So my like um, so my business, because I have that, I now can use my like um my audience, I can nurture them more. So they go back to the app. And so they're just like, I have this very symbiotic relationship with them. And I feel like that's gonna be the future of consumer uh, businesses. That's what I'm very excited about. Man. <laughs> I hate that we got to this topic now because I'm just fascinated by this. I mean, well, and also shout out to Gun. That's what I pitched them. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, listen, if you want a guy that comes in that has been literally on the content trail for three years and has the attention of a lot of engineers across the country, like, mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm bouncing around within the I'm I'm working with our product team because I know deep understanding of the talent marketplace side of things. I'm working with marketing because of content creation and branding, and I'm working with our sales team because of the sales leads I'm bringing in. So yeah. highly hot. Yes. 
I think most big business, I think, I think businesses moving forward need a face to mm-hmm. the brand. You need a mascot. We can talk about, I could talk about this for so long because okay, like we, when it we comes to Gen two. Let's, Z, let's, Jet Alpha, they like a person more than a corporation. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. Let's yeah. let's get part two. I, I get goosebumps when we get on something that's good. And I got goosebumps right now. So we'll we'll okay. we'll need a part two for sure. <laughs> uh final question. The show is called Guidance Counselor 2.0 because we had guidance counselors in middle school, high school, and college, but now as adults, we don't really have a guidance counselor to turn to. What would be your biggest piece of career advice to young Bria? Mm. This is probably the thing that I'm following right now. Um that has been insane for me as a as advice um is to always have a mentor one or two steps ahead of you just Ooh. one or two not five steps not yeah if you're a junior steps. dev talking with the cto like mm-hmm. yeah but best. like or even a um someone who's trying to break into tech talking to a senior engineer i think that's too far just yes. one or yes. two steps one Love or two that. steps ahead of you yeah. So good. So yeah. good. Awesome. Well, y'all, thank you again for hanging out with us today. That uh, concludes Guns Counselor 2.0 with Bria Sullivan today. I um, uh, hope y'all have a great rest of the day. Tomorrow, Unicorn Finders, 9.30 a.m. Central. We're talking to a company who is um, honestly like the plaid of HR payroll. So plaid is obviously that connector that integrates all your bank accounts to like mobile apps like Mint to track your spending. We're having a company on that's trying to do that in the HR payroll space for easy integration. So fascinated with that conversation tomorrow. Um, and then Friday, two lives on Friday, VP of engineering out of India. Um, he was referred to me by a friend. We're going live at 8 a.m. So it's super early for me, but um, uh, we're going to do it. And then 12 o'clock central, me and Alicia Novin are going to be doing our unghosted series where we review resumes and LinkedIn's live. So Bria, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Stay on real quick. So I can say bye to you. Um, okay. off air, but y'all have a great one. Please go connect with Bria. Please go download her app in the app store, rate it, review it. Cause that helps. I'm sure in the algorithm is right. Well, yes. um, yes. and, uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful. Cause you know why there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I, myself, rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me at TDeston on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.